Hello and welcome to the House of Commentary. Today we're going to be reviewing the Australian Grand Prix for 2023 and with me is Stats. Hello everyone. And today what we're going to do is go through the standard approaches. First of all, talking about the qualifying rounds and then Stats will give us an overview of that. We'll then talk about the Grand Prix itself. And this was a, a, a Grand Prix that was had so many issues, had so many incidents, that I'm sure we're going to have a lot to discuss. I agree. So, how did the qualifying go? So, qualifying was actually a bit of a shocker, because Sergio Perez actually didn't even get a set time in, because he had issues with his car. He didn't even get a time in? Yeah. That is awful. And the worst thing is, in, in the final practice session, he didn't. He had to retire the car because of a power unit failure. Oh my god. Oh my god. So basically that means that because he couldn't get a time in, he wasn't able to even get onto the grid other than last place I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and because he had a, he had to retire the car again, he so what happened was his car actually got beached in the sand. Oh right. Yeah. So uh, so when he did try to get a when he did try to actually get a uh, um a lap time in, he, he didn't even complete the lap basically. Yeah. That's really, really bad. I mean, can you imagine it? He just finished second in the previous... Yeah, she won the previous... Oh, sorry, he, he won the previous... Yeah. Vizapa came second. He won the previous... He's, every, he's on a massive high, and his car basically conks out. Yeah. It? <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible way of putting it, but that's exactly what happened. So, um, what other things happened during the uh, qualifying? So, so Landon Norris managed to get into Q3 for the first time. Oh, great. That's really good. Yeah, because obviously the last two qualifyings, McLaren have had a disaster of being the very back of the grid. Oh, right. So Lando did well. Yes. And who uh, who else did well? I would say Haas uh, and, uh, Al- and Alpine did quite well. Really? Where did they come from? So, so Nico Hulkenberg actually qualified 10th. Oh, right. That's good. Yeah, and Pierre Gazzi qualified 8th. Wow. Top 10? Yeah. That's really, really good. Actually, also, and there's also another big shock as well. Alex Albon for Williams qualified eighth. All right. Wow. Williams in the top ten. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time Williams got in the top yeah, ten. Yeah, and the last time they did the top ten was actually Belgium last year with Russell. Really? Not last year, oh, sorry. My the bad. Year before. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, 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 2021. Wow. See, Williams is one of those teams. Everyone loves it because it has a great history. But everyone looks at it and thinks, when are they going to sort themselves out and actually get somewhere? So they finally got to the top 10, which is yeah. a great thing. I think it's a I very, agree. very good thing. So who won the, who, who in the top three or top five? Verstappen, yeah. Russell, Hamilton, Alonso and Sainz. Wow, George Russell finished ahead of Hamilton. I know. He must have been on a massive high. Because one of the other things uh, that I remember about the qualifying is there are quite a few sort of news articles coming out, as there always are. And there was a big thing about Hamilton saying that Red Bull basically um, was so far ahead it would take a year for Mercedes to catch up. I actually read the. I remember reading the article and I was like, a whole year. That's like miles yeah, away. He, it's almost like him saying, "I've given up." But to him to then finish second and third, is that second and third was it? Yeah. That shows that I think it was just saying it to sort of to wind others, up, <laughs> to wind up uh, other people, but also to um, hide the fact that they've made big changes or they've made big improvements mm-hmm. in, since the last race. Okay. So the race, 
uh, took place at a really horrible time if you're in the UK at six in the morning. Six in the morning, yeah, which is a horrible. I'll tell you something, it, is, it knocks you out just getting up at that time. <laughs> yeah. But the worst thing is, that was the worst part, the actual build-up started at five o'clock in the morning. Which it always does an hour before, but um, yeah, it's tough because it's on a Sunday and you're basically out with all your mates on a Saturday, aren't you? Mm. So it was a it was a tough one. This was a particularly tough um, watch, just in terms of the time scale, uh, the time differences. But the race was incident packed. So what I'm going to do is leave it to stats to take us through what happened. So the opening lap, the Mercedes were were in front one and two. Really? So Verstappen, even though he was on pole, suddenly found himself in third position. Yeah, and it was Russell leading the pack with Hamilton behind him. Really? That's a, just think about that. Remember what I just said before, Hamilton saying that Mercedes have got a year to catch up. And it's like, in a matter of seconds, they're in front. One and two. One and two. Mercedes must have been loving it. I agree. But then, so the opening lap, it was actually the first instant we saw of the race. Because Joel and Leclerc collided. And Leclerc's car was actually beached exactly where Perez's car was on the qualifying. Really? So, yeah. did, for, so basically, did that happen around the first corner? I think, yeah. yeah. The first corner. The first corner at this at this particular Grand Prix is tremendous because it always has incidents. They crashed, basically. They, they t- did they touch each other or crash into each other? Well, wow. they actually collided. They collided. Yeah. Wow. And then what happens? The safety car comes out. Safety car comes out. Just a safety car. Yeah, yeah, full safety car. All right. So when that comes out, everybody has to basically stay in their position yes. while they sort, sort out the track, isn't it? Yes. So they're going around at quite a, a relatively slow speed to give time for the people to come on the track and clear it of all the debris. Well, it wasn't debris. It was just to clear the car of the way because of where it was parked. Oh, right. Yeah. Whose car was that again? Leclerc. Leclerc. So Leclerc's out completely, yeah. basically. Oh, my God. that's terrible that's terrible and I'm sure he had really high hopes of actually um, to get his his season underway really if you think about it I agree Um, wow he just barely just touched the accelerator and it's actually no look not taking part in the race so so the safety car's out uh, everybody's bunching up as usual yeah, um, and then lap three is when the safety car ends. Okay, and it's still Russell, Hamilton, Verstappen leading the yeah. top three. W- w- where's Alonso? Can Alonso's four. Alonso's four? F- uh, fifth, actually. He's fifth, right? Okay. Carlos signs in front of him. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, so then what happened? So then on lap seven, Alex Albon actually bashes into the barriers, and and there's a bunch of debris that comes onto the track. Oh my word! So in those first few laps did Verstappen manage to get in front nope it was still he was still Hamilton. in third wow yeah. so actually you, you know, Mercedes is thinking wow we've got this tied up haven't we we might then, win our first race in a while yeah and lo and behold there's another incident yep and I take it the safety car came out again well it did for the second time and Russell and Sainz actually pitted for new tyres Okay. And Hamilton was leading the race, so Verstappen in second at this point, right. and Alonso is in third. Then comes the red flag because the amount of gravel that comes onto the track. Oh right! So basically, what happened was the safety car came out, and uh, Russell decided, and who was the other? Science. Uh, Science decided, right? Okay, safety car's out. It's all okay, uh, but we'll just change our tyres so we're ready to really, you know, go hell for leather. And then worst thing happens, red and that flag. is a, it's red flag because it's too much debris. It, has, it requires um, a lot more time to clear the track. 
And that effectively means that all the cars come into the paddock and get a free stop. Yeah, which could screw Russell and Sainz over. Yeah, it's really bad because basically they've lost time, lost their place in the in the race, and everyone's going to change their tyres and do whatever they need to do to really uh, make a race of it. Yeah, so Russell was leading, and now he's in seventh place after wow, the pit stop. Seventh place. What a bad decision that was. I know. Are you sure? It's, I'll tell you something. When I when I saw this happen, um, I the first thing that came to my mind was, have Hamilton's people moved over to Russell's group? Because that was such a bad decision. <laughs> it was. And even Russell came... And I, uh, I remember the time even Russell came on the radio saying, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and I do feel so... And I can imagine why he said that because he's all of a sudden he's leading... And then, uh, and then they just got the strategy wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but that, that it happens. So, again, second time, you know, second time. To, oh, this is a, a full stop, isn't yeah, it? Yes. So it's a red flag. Yeah. So they have to stop for quite some time, clear all the debris off the track. Yeah, and also Axel's car as well, because was, he actually lost his front wing and the back of the car as well. Oh, my word. Yeah. So Albon's out. Um, so... When they start, they start behind the safety car? No, nope, they actually started from the grid. Oh, right. So they got back onto the grid. Yeah. So they start in their positions as per the grid. Um, and then what happens? So Hamilton, so the top three were still the same. Hamilton, Verstappen, Alonso. Okay. And then Gazi's in, in fourth because of the signs and Russell pit stop. Yeah, right. Okay. That's, that's, well, he must have been loving it. Yeah. And also another, and also another thing to mention, Hulkenberg and Sonoda were also behind Russell's wall. They were behind Russell or in front of Russell. Behind Russell, so 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 the so from the grid bot from from the restart, it was Hamilton in front, then Verstappen, then Alonso, then Gasly, and then Russell Russell Hulkenberg Sonoda. Wow, Sonoda must have been thinking this is going to be my race. Uh, <laughs> I can just imagine him sitting there going, "The whole of Japan is going to be cheering me on because I'm going to get points." And, uh, yeah, so I can imagine. And keep in mind, and keep in mind, not only a great car, he's of Alpha Tauri. Yeah, yeah. So um, they have a proper start, basically. Yeah. And then what happens? And then on lap twelve, Verstappen overtakes Hamilton for so the So this lead. time there are no crashes on the first corner. No, no they crashes. At all. They, they actually manage to do a lap without any incidents. Yeah. And then what happens? So then the twelfth. Uh, yep. And then Russell actually gets past Gazi for the number four fourth place. Oh right, okay, wow, he's done well. Yeah, and then he and he's obviously and he's obviously eyeing Alonso now because yeah, he right. wants to for the final podium place. Little did he know, he, some he, the bad luck could not get worse than what happened to him on lap eighteen. What happened on eighteen? His car gets caught on fire due to a power unit failure. Oh my god! Oh my god! So this is a guy who. Managed to go from third to... From first to... He, he, went to... he got to first. Yes. And then because of a bad call, basically lost places. Seventh. Made it all the way up to fourth. Yep. And then his power unit catches fire. Oh, my God. And the worst thing is, he actually stopped right outside the pit lane exit, so the pit lane was eventually closed because of that. Oh, right. That's even worse. Yeah. That's even worse. So basically, he's out of the race. Yeah, which is yeah. unfortunate because I thought he had a real shot of a podium place. Yeah, and it's actually out quite early in the race as well. I it's know. still a long way to go. So he's out of the race. What, what and then what happens? What was the next incident? They get racing again. And then Hamilton comes into the radio saying he's worried about his tyres lasting for the whole Grand Prix. 
I think he's just saying that. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Mm-hmm. And and then what happens? So he's still in second. You know, he's in first place, isn't he? Still. No, he's actually second because uh, Verstappen overtook him. Oh, 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 yeah. The one thing about the Red Bull car is, man, is it fast. I know. It's just incredibly fast, especially when DRS is on. Yeah, the drag reduction system. It just bombs it. <laughs> so if there is a straight and you got DRS on, Red Bull are going to win that race. And it's just phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So yeah. then what happened? So then there were... Couple... Actually, the first question is, how was Perez doing, having started in 20th? Was he now making his way up the Yep, so order? so when Russell actually uh, retired, Perez was actually making his way into the top 10. Wow. So he got... Fro- Obviously, some cars have dropped out, but still, he yeah. has to get into the top 10. That's good. He's got a long way to go yet still, yeah. so that's good. So then on lap 30, Sonoda and Piastri go head-to-head. Okay. So they're really going for it. Yeah. Because obviously they both want to get their first points of the season. Absolutely. And with Piastri being his home Grand Prix, everybody's really cheering for him. Yeah. And one of the things that was actually quite interesting about this race, being in Australia, obviously, uh, Piastri is obviously the, um, he's a home favourite. But uh, Ricardo was being cheered just for turning up. Yeah. (laughs) Every Every time he stepped on the track or looked up, there was a massive cheer. So, yeah, and he must have been really feeling it. He must have oh, yeah, he, been he thinking, was. God, why can't I be in one of those cars? So, obviously, the crowd are very, very much hoping to see Piastri get some points. Yes. And, and, then, the, yeah, go yeah. and then on love, and then the following up data, Hamilton's under pressure from Alonso because Alonso's actually breathing down his neck. Yeah, I mean, Alonso is great in the sense that he just, I think his tactics are good. I think one of the things about Alonso is. Um, he doesn't seem to be flustered, but his car, he just keeps it going, and I think he, I think he just knows, he just knows how to make that car finish the race. Oh, I agree. And I think that's a really big thing, and it's and with, great and, the way and, he does and with it. two podiums already in the first, and with, and with two podiums already, you're thinking he's definitely gunning for a third one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So the race is now hotting up. Yep. I take it Verstappen being so being so fast, he's probably quite far ahead. I remember seeing him about four or five seconds ahead, and he was getting lapped. He was getting the lap uh, uh, the lap. fastest lap time, uh, one after the other after the other. He's really going fast. Yeah, I think at this point he was like eight seconds ahead of Hamilton, which yeah, is it's phenomenal, which is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So while Hamilton's under pressure from Alonso, Perez actually breezes past Norris and Hulkenberg, and Nico Hulkenberg for a seventh place. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. With literally with ease, which yeah, shows he the left him the behind. Yeah, he really left him behind. I remember that. Yeah. And then lap 54, Magnussen clips the wall and his back tyre falls off and almost hits a grand new oh, show. That was terrible. That was absolutely terrible, wasn't it? When he, he touched the wall. Yeah. And um, yeah, you suddenly see this tyre just. You think, where the hell did that come from? Because you expect it not to just fall off of a car. Yeah. And obviously the axle started to grind against the track and you could you just said, right, okay, there's got to be another stop here. And sure enough, there was. Yep. And so the safety car comes out again and, and Hamilton and Lonza stay out while everyone decides to have a free pit stop. And then, and then there's another red flag. Oh, yeah, so they have to come in. And again, and this is this is the fifty fifth, and this happened on the fifty fifth lap of the race. Yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. This is going on, and then on lap fifty six is when we hear the reactions from Verstappen and Alonso and Hamilton. 
So if someone's like, what do you mean red flag? Yeah. And then Alonso's like, what? Yeah, but it's only about two laps left of the race and yeah. had to, have to have a red flag so close to the end was absolutely awful. But I suppose the good thing was that in having a red flag, it meant that you would have two laps of excellent driving and excellent racing, isn't it? You think that, but then on laps 57, they do the grid restart again. And this is when everything went to carnage. Yeah, what happened? So, uh, science hits Alonso. Oh, my God. DeVries and Sargent are off the track. Ocon and Gazi collide. And Stroll goes off the track, which brings a third red flag of the race. Yeah, this is in the first corner, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, it was. I mean, you described it correctly in terms of carnage. It was ridiculous. And the crazy thing about it was, it looked great. <laughs> I hate to say it. I know you shouldn't say these things because somebody might get hurt and obviously nobody wants to see yeah. anybody get hurt. But they were all really pushing to get um to get a points and because cars had fought, had um, dropped out, you just knew everybody there had a chance of getting a point and they really went for it because they knew there's only gonna be two two laps. Yeah, and I actually felt so for Ocker and Gasly because Gasly was in fourth at this point. And Ocon was in 10th. So you think, okay, they, they're they going to get a big haul of points. Yeah, exactly. But then they're both decided, but they both collided and they now have to retire from the race. Yeah, that was really, really bad. And then and then obviously um, you have this crazy situation. Yeah, which, where, is, which was, I think, when I would talk about the restarting order. Yeah, it's absolutely... So when this, so after all this carnage happened, this was what the top 10 looked like. Verstappen was obviously in front. Verstappen still in first. Then Hamilton. Then Sainz is in third. Hulkenberg's in fourth. Sonoda, Norris, Piastri, Joe, Bottas and Perez all in the top ten. Yeah. And you're thinking Hulkenberg and Sonoda might get their first points exactly. of the season. Yeah. And 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 it basically at the when they did the uh, the red flag came out. Everybody goes back in the pit stops and then they have to go back onto the grid. And I must admit, when I was looking at it, I was thinking, you know what? Yes, there's only one lap left, but Sonoda might actually get some points. And then they have this crazy news that they don't know the positions of the drivers at the time when the incident happened or they, they can't evaluate it. And you're thinking, hold it, this is the most watched race in the world. They've, they're watching every single thing. They can spot if a tyre is half a centimetre outside of its grid. All right, that's how close it is. And then they have this incident. And at the time of the incident, they cannot work out who's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, down to tenth. It's absolute nuts. And so what happens is they end up going to the order prior to the actual incident happening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because, because up and was the cars didn't make it through the first sector. And because they didn't make it through the first sector, it means that the, the lab fifty, the order for lab fifty six, is the order they use for the restart. Yeah, I think which means Sonoda and Hockenberg, which means Sonoda and Hockenberg are pushed out of the top ten. Yeah, I think it's totally wrong. I, I really thought that was wrong, because I can understand it if it's a rule of maybe fifty years ago, when they weren't able to determine these things. But now, given where technology is, given where we can all see, I mean, everybody who saw that incident knows exactly who was first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and so on. How can they not just accept reality and just say, right, okay, this is this is where you were at the time of the incident and use that as the uh, 
placements for the grid. And then the worst thing happens for signs. He gets a five-second penalty with the collision with the collision from Alonso. Yeah, because he actually actually he actually caused the collision, didn't he? Yeah, and I actually remember watching this, and he was literally he was furious, furious, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, and the reason he was furious, and this is why this race, having started out re- as being really exciting, having lots of incidents, became the most boring race in the world at the end, because the last lap they decided to do under a safety car. And as a result, nobody was able to overtake. So that meant that the position you started in, you, finished you basically in. finished in. And it's like, what is the point of that? You know, we might all be upset with the way Verstappen won his first um, no, championship. But at least that last race, that last lap was a proper race whereas this one this is just one, behind the safety car yeah it's just rubbish I, I thought it was rubbish and i'm not gonna lie i thought i thought at least we gotta go one lap shooter for the places yeah they should have been they, i mean they fear i don't understand how racing FIA, you mean yeah the fia fear I, I just don't understand how they can even think this is a sensible way of finishing a race i mean even Verstappen was thinking that as well like why does a safety car there when we can just have a one lap shootout yeah and I think this is one of those things that's going to be remembered about this race. Unfortunately, there were some great, great racing in this race. I mean, the the drivers were really going for it. And there was some fantastic um, overtaking. And the incidents were there because they were trying so hard. I think it's easy to forget that. But for it to finish in the way it did, you know, everyone's going to call it a damp squib of a blooming GP. And it's, I think it's going to end up being... Hopefully, this is not going to be a sign of the times where um, the rules stop competition. I think that's what several drivers for after the race as well. Uh, yeah, and everybody's everybody was thinking this, and it is really unfortunate. So, who finished uh, the top three? So the top three just stayed the same because of the safety car. Yeah, and who... so it was Hamilton, Verstappen, Hamilton, Alonso. See, Alonso. Alonso, another third place podium. Another podium! That is brilliant! I think if somebody had said that, you know, will Alonso be getting any points, any significant points, certainly getting a podium finish this year, I think most people would have said... Impossible. Yeah, they would have said, no way, no way. You know, but the Aston Martin is a good car. It seems to be really... he, he, He seems to really understand it. Yeah. And... That, that's a great thing. That's a great and thing. And he was loving it the whole race, totally in control, not even worried about anything. Yeah, he's really, really good. So Hamilton is happy, obviously, now got on the podium for the first time this season. Yes. So now you've got to wonder, was he playing mind games when he said, we've got a year to catch up to uh, Red Bull? I think it was all mind games, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey-ho, that's, that's the way... But it, and it, other than the way it finished, and with the way it finished, left a very sour taste in the mouth. I mean, really, this is unfortunate. I think the racing authorities need to understand that it's meant to be a race. And people who watch these things, you know, you're going to turn the audience, the, the world audience off. Obviously, the people who are at the track, they're going to have to accept whatever it is, and they'll enjoy the whole day. But when you're having to get up early in the morning, yeah, and you're then having to sort of sit through uh, incident after incident, and you're getting excited about wow, this is really going somewhere. 
and then you have a damp screw of an end. That it's just like, no, man, no. Why was why how why did I stay up for this? Yeah, yeah. You end up thinking that it's, it's quite right. You end up sort of thinking, well, what's the point? I might just watch the highlights. You know, and I think that's really, really unfortunate. But that's the that's the Australian Grand Prix. Anything else to add? Well, yeah, Sonoda and Holcomb, Sonoda got his first oh, point yeah. of the season. Oh, th- that, that, that was one great thing. Sonoda finally got a point. I think it's the first point he's ever got, isn't it? Well, it was, for this yeah, season. For this season. Yeah. Well, this is a guy who, um, if anybody's watched the Netflix show... Drive to Survive. Yeah, Drive to Survive will know of uh, how unhappy he was being served mushy peas at Milton Keynes is one of the funniest moments. If ever you get to see Drive to Survive, see the episode and just look at his face when he's given the local dish and he doesn't like it. And, and the thing is, you'd think these F1 drivers live in great places, but to be caught in Milton Keynes, he literally hated it, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I think that, again, you need to be close to where the team is based. And I think he, he's just struggled with the whole of that, which is why they sent him back to Tokyo, didn't they? No, they actually, he actually, they actually moved well, him Italy, to, Italy. to Italy. Italy, that's right. Because when he was in Milton Keynes, he didn't really have a structure in place. Yeah. So they tried to... Uh, well, I think he did that on purpose, actually, to make sure there's no structure in place. But mm-hmm. anyway, who knows? Who knows? The, the reality is we just love the guy for trying. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that he got a point. I really, really wish him all the best. Yeah, and also McLaren finally got their first point yeah, of the season. Yeah, that was season. fantastic as well. So I mean, we just want to see Williams do well. Yes. That's, that's what we want to do now. Okay, so when is the next Grand Prix? Three weeks' time in Azerbaijan. Has that got a um, sprint, sprint uh, nope. qualifying? Or how, what's the qualifying in that like? Well, it's actually a street circuit. Well, it's a street so... circuit. Oh, my God. It's going to be a street circuit. Let's see how many incidents there are. It will be fast as well. There are going to be some parts of that race that are going to be really fast and really hard. So it's going to be really worth looking at. So join us then. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from Stats. Bye. Bye.